life forms. You tiny little life forms. You precious little life forms. Where are you? Episode 180. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. And I know it's only been a week, but I miss the sound of Johnny M's voice. And that's why I will never watch another Tim Burton movie as long as I live. Yay! Oh, come on, what's wrong with Tim Burton? Uh, mostly, it was the new Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. I recently saw that on Blu-ray. See, it wasn't Batman uh, Returns that did well, that too. Batman Returns. Did no. you buy it or rent it? Uh, someone brought it to work. That was someone recently. I sent a little mm-hmm. over. I sent a little over my. Oh door. no. So well, spring me down. So you watched it on your PS3, huh? Uh, I watched it on my PS3. Um, I have to say, very extremely underwhelmed by really? it, both story-wise and just effect-wise. It's, it's because of Helena Bonham Carter, isn't it? No, it was because of Alice. Johnny Depp was definitely the best thing about that movie. Yeah. But he was in very little, and really? I don't think they utilized him as much. Interesting. Uh, because of that, I decided to pick up the original yeah. Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland. What, the animated version? No, the book. I oh, bought the book. the book. It's an easy read. I'm about halfway through it. I've got the Disney DVD if you want to check that out. Dude, funky. Yeah. I highly recommend you guys reading this book. It is very I'm, stream of conscious. It is just wild. Yeah, I, I've read them, but it's just, I was probably, I don't know, 12 last time I did. Dude, read it again. Now, it I've heard wild. that the movie is uh, more based off of uh, Through the Looking Glass. Maybe uh, I could What's see that. What's the difference that? between The Looking Glass and Through the Looking Glass is the sequel to Alice in Wonderland, yeah. sir. And really? Generally, uh, well, I don't know about generally, but it's not uncommon whatsoever to find a uh, uh, an edition of the book that has both stories in it. Anyway. Because I think they're, I don't, th- th- neither one of them are long books. Um, so, um, Alice, through the, uh, Alice in Wonderland, the mm-hmm. movie, Tim Burton, the remake, yeah. I would say don't bother. Uh, I mean, was it really a remake? Um, I mean, it wasn't her falling down the the you know the rabbit hole. Rally. And then, no, she does fall down the rabbit. Does she get stuck in the house and she, gets she stuck finds in the, the Cheshire Cat and all that? She finds the Cheshire Cat. I That's guess we weird. have your answer then. Basi- don't we? Basically, I it's, don't know. It, it's it's an amalgamation of both stories. Okay. Frank just made up a new word. Amalgamation. 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 You know, I think Excellent. Alice's parents hated her because they named her Alice. Mm, I like it's that the name. The worst huh? name for a girl ever. Wow. I always thought that was pretty. Worst. We don't like it. I don't know. It just, really? Alice. Ever? Yeah, that's, Alice. That's a bold claim, Esther, sir. Esther, I hate that name. Why are you ranking on on poor ladies that had no choice in their first names? Sorry. That's just how life is. There's people out there who don't like Frank. Okay. My friend Jeff, the Human Torch, mm-hmm. his, nom, his mom's name is uh, Ethel. Yeah. Hmm. What's well, that, German? Check? What's that? I think it's a gasoline. Yeah, I got a couple that are worse just right off the top of my head. I mean, it takes Alice out of the picture completely. I mean... <laughs> 
You know, give me a. I give, recant my remark about Alice because I just remembered that Mila uh-huh. Jojovich's name is Alice in the Resident Evil movies. Which, by the way, there's a fourth one coming out. The what movies? Resident Evil. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, but that's based on a video game. I no, like um, try uh, try Eunice. Ooh, that's another bad one. Or oh, Eunice, the number one worst, most uh, not worst, the number one most unfortunate name for a female. Mm-hmm. Vesta. You made that up. Why are you? Why, why, why are you, you making that? up a word why, why about you? Why what? would you assassinate my character like that? Why are you lying? I've hey, never professor, heard of come on in here. Profe- professor, have a meatball. Mm-hmm. Professor, <laughs> you can have you can have those meatballs. <laughs> professor, what's your least favorite Fem- gir- girl name? We were just having a discussion about how horrible the name. Now I don't like. Now Brad didn't like Alice. Alice, I, I don't like Alice Esther. Is a horrible name. He didn't like y- Eunice. What's Why? your least favorite female name? Um, starts with a B. Um, Bertha. Bertha. That's my grandmother's oh, okay. name. That's my sister's name. I love Bertha. No, actually, it is a horrible let, name. Which list is? Hey, let's, I'm on your side. Pro. Now let's let's change it for her. What's your what's your least favorite guy name? I oh, know this one. No, they're not. I've had like 50 of them. They're awesome. <laughs> You'll pay for it tonight. Okay. Um, hmm. Here, give me that. I'll eat the rest of that one. Go for it. Here you go. Oh, we're, okay. Look at that. That oh, was that amazing. Was awesome. I've See, never seen a toothpick-to-tooth-pick transition oh. like that. Of a meatball. <laughs> that was amazing. Like, y- Ewan? I don't know. Wait. Eugene, I guess. Yeah, yeah Eugene huge. is pretty bad. Huge. Eugene. Mm. Yeah, but you could call him That's the good answer. U- the, you could, he huge. could go by the huge. huge or you could buy Gene. That's right. Quickly, huge. Oh, I don't have anything else. I'm sorry. You I like your pigtails. What's the story behind the like pigtails? You I need a haircut, so I wear braids. You look like okay. you just woke up. I did just woke up. You look like you're cheering <laughs> for, a, for a mid-league um, college. You look like a cheerleader for a, for a, for a college school with your pig, t- pigtails. I look like a cheerleader? Okay. Did Zoe cool. do those braids? No, I did them. With your eyes closed? What are you? Those things are completely <laughs> even. I'm just oh, giving the prof a hard time. My braids are messy. No, hey, they're not. Step, they look good. They you look step good. You into the job. garden room. You are fair game. <laughs> okay, where do where do kids doing? Where do oh, kids up to? This is her garden room. They're asleep. It's so awesome. Stop it. They're asleep. There's no way. That's not. That's By not the way, humanly possible. I would like to thank Zoe. She made this for us. It's an H W H, and then there's glitter on the bottom. So apparently, she doesn't know the name of our show. No, it's like it's like a it's like uh, initials. Maybe she has you dyslexia. Know? Yeah. No, it's like it's like initials. Don't you remember like back in the '80s when everybody had like their initials on yes. a shirt Montague in the diamond but, pattern? But and what the, I would like the, to point the last, out: your, the last letter would always be in the middle. No, the first letter is always in the middle. Wait a minute. I'm wrong. You're right. I recant. You know what? There's a very funny story about a guy. Because I have a, I have a what? I have a luggage what did you bag think was in there that has a, a big luggage M bag. On what are you a 1930s I have a guy? bag that has a big M on it. Yes, I need my luggage in the bag. center, and okay. then on either side is a B and a K. So you are yeah. correct. I apologize. Yeah, it's, it's, I recant. Okay. okay. So pass the meatball. I, I know some. We things. all know Scotty, the guy we used to work at work oh, with. Dud, I got something uh-huh. for you. This was a guy we used to work with, Scotty. Scotty. So he brought a whole bunch of sweaters to work one day. And he was like, dude, <laughs> do you know this story? This is a true no, story. I, I've had people tell me this I don't, story. I've known I don't him, think I've heard this I've story. I've known him for almost 20 years, and this may be a new one on me. 
He brought a whole bunch of sweaters to work one day. He goes, dude, dude, wait, how come you didn't bring any sweaters? They're doing free monograms in the parking lot. There's a bus out there doing free monograms. Someone looked at him and goes, no, that's that's for breast cancer. That's 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 mammograms. They're doing mammograms out there, Scotty. Oh, dude, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, dude. Scotty was a trip, I had man. two people tell me that story, so I have to I have to assume it's true. Scotty right. get a nice mammogram right here. <laughs> I think yeah, Scotty always looked for the opportunity to make a joke, so I think that that was you know that may have happened, but I, I think know. he knew what he was doing or saying. He's from uh, New York, Johnny. Um, anything's possible. Now, didn't he? Didn't he have like seventeen grandmothers dying? He's had a few. Seventeen, I believe, or some. I don't know. He always had an excuse. <laughs> Ask some jerk up there, Westcott, who was actually counting. Uh, he got a new job at a, at a company um, called. I can't remember. He calls it. It was Wise Trade, and he called in sick his first day. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Scotty always tried to to best me on Star Wars trivia, dude. Which is an interesting concept. Yeah, dude. I got it, dude. I got one that you're not gonna know. He's a fan of trivia, though, dude. I beat you this time, and you don't even know it, dude. What was the name of Chewbacca's home planet? <laughs> uh, Kashyyyk. Dude, I thought I had you on that one. What was the name of the girl in Star Wars? (laughs) True story. He would always come to me with Star Wars related either trivia or information or a newspaper clipping. And I'm like. Talk about a dude with a big heart. Dude, I saw that yesterday. I'm not sure what. I love Scotty. I I haven't seen Scotty in years. We uh, we, that's uh, it's years. We used to have this, um, there was this book that was floating. Remember in our office, it was uh, some Victorian novel called, like, The Gay Weekend. The, the, the Gay Place. The Gay Place. The Gay Place. Yes. <laughs> and, of course, and of course, it, for some reason, we, because we had a lot of props in, in our office, you know. It was, it was part of our massive set of books by the yard. Yeah, it was books by the, books yeah. by the pound. And that's essentially what it was. So no, you literally, you literally would buy books by the yard okay. as, as props. I mean, you would buy a... A yard, three feet worth of books. We need thirty-six yards. inches worth of books. Thirty-five yards just to populate the shelf. And stuff. Right. So one of them, you know, sometimes we'd pull the, some out and start reading. One was the gay place, and we used to <laughs> always put that on his desk. Person. I don't know why that became the joke, but because it, Scotty was the farthest thing from he appreciates the ladies. Yeah, yeah, but and it, he got so worked up about it. <laughs> He's That's a, what it is. If you get worked up about it, it's only going to get worse. Well, this thing. It's like he had to. Does Scotty a, a listen to our big, show? Big heart, but uh, not thick skin. Scotty doesn't listen to our show, does he? Not as far as I know. We'll, we'll, we'll tweet him and we'll uh, ask him to start. Frank, hey, after Frank. after this episode. Okay, what are we going to talk about? Huh? We got stuff. Well, stuff. On my notes, I have Alice in Wonderland. I talked about that. Let's just mention our sponsor, DCBService.com. Thank you, DCBService.com. DCB Service is uh, good for a boy and a girl. It's good for the soul. What does that even mean? It's better than good, it's bad. I mean, it's better than bad, it's good. Wow. Edit. Hmm? We can't edit, Bill. There's music underneath it. You ruined it. It's DCBS. You ruined everything. 
That doesn't make sense. a girl and a boy. I'm the third favorite co-host on this show. Though you're in the top three. I don't think the order has yet to be determined. You know where this show's going already? Why are you being so kind? Three. All right, people. Call in. You you can quit trying to be so positive. This sucks, and you know it. Should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? (laughs) You decide, America. Call in. Is that not what this episode's going to be about? There we go, yeah! Sweet. I knew Carl would be on my side on that one. I'll bet Carl says yes. Pete Rose for the Hall of Fame. Yes. 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 I'm looking for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we could uh, we could talk about uh, uh, why uh, Next Generation is weak, if you I, guys want. I have absolutely no content for this show. So Well, I went around. I'm merely the audio board operator. Oh, okay. You're the, you're the soundboard. So you were telling us how, how you thought Star Trek The Next Generation stank. Is that was that a fair is that a fair assessment? No, I said it was weak. Whoa, 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 whoa. back up. It stank. Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Pray tell. Pray tell. Stank. What do you mean? Pray tell. The next generation TNG. What do you mean it stank? I just that's I, what I was trying. I think to say. I think there was a great deal of weakness there. I I uh, we were okay. We were talking about um, what was the next generation episodes. The one uh, what was oh I oh I remember what happened. It was Harley. Okay. Yeah, Harley sent me a text message. Let me find it real quick. Yes. And she says, her son, who shall remain nameless, um, <laughs> is making me... Let me let me find it. Um, he's making me watch Star Trek, boo-hoo-hoo, and a cry, cry face. Okay. And I said, the new movie? It's awesome. And she says, no, just one of the old series, oh. New Generation. The Klingon, oh. C-L-I-N-G-O-N, is paralyzed and wants to commit suicide, blah, blah, blah. Oh, lady. And and my thoughts were, I could not agree more. Um, and Frank was surprised by that. And I said, why would you be surprised by that? And he just was. So I had to take that at face value. And then I said, because there was an incredible amount of really weak episodes. Okay. Which, again, Frank seemed to be surprised at. Which surprised me that Frank would be surprised about it. <laughs> and stuff okay i'm done with that now that surprises um, me <laughs> thank you it surprised me too because I'm surprised that hey, man, you were we had we had uh, we've talked about this before we uh, we had a massive watch party in 1987 in september and we all gathered together around it was you know syndicated so it wasn't like you know seven o'clock on friday night on nbc or whatever no wait but, but before we go any further yeah let's, let's kind of talk about where we first saw saw it so Bill, where did you first see your first? You're about to tell us, tell us, and then we'll go around. around, around. I was at a watch party with some friends, but okay. you know, we watched Next Generation. You know, from the moment it aired, you know, I, I'm not sure I ever missed an episode. So, you know, I'm I've got plenty of you know evidence under my belt. I w- I was on on a college campus uh-huh. in a dorm room. Um, a whole bunch of guys said, "Hey, dude, Star Trek, Star Trek, the new Star Trek's coming to Star Trek: The Next Generation. Very you good. Come watch it." Uh huh. Heck yeah! You took so, out your pencil protector and went took and checked out my it out. Protector, hung mm-hmm. out with those guys. So yeah, that was grabbed my a uh, grabbed a Coors party ball and uh, <laughs> went to town. Yeah, you know that's what? Awesome. I think Coors car- party balls were in vogue at that. That's time. what I'm talking about, yeah. dude. This is the uh, mid late '80s, boys and girls. Brad, how about you? I remember watching it with my brother, but I don't remember where. So and and likewise, we also it's too bad. We also watched. Um, We also watched the the first episode of Deep Space Nine together. Okay, which that's not the theme, right? It says that's what YouTube says. Yeah, see, 
That's what that is. Deep space no, 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 no. This no. is next generation. Oh, no. Okay. Well, this what you're hearing. It, I believe. I'm sure someone's gonna strike me down uh, if I'm wrong on this. So I'm not too worried about it. Hello forums, forumforgeeks.com. Um, this sounds like the uh, the uh, theme like to Star Trek the Motion Picture, which of course uh, they they edited down the um, the song to uh, make the next generation. Open. You Boom. mean the very first motion picture? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. This mu- yeah, this song, this was the theme to Star Trek the Motion Picture. No, I no, it's more grandiose. I think you're very wrong. I think you are. I think you actually need to turn in your Star Trek geek card. You know what? All we right, need to fine, go to Amazon.com, look up the soundtrack for Star Trek the Motion Picture, and play the theme. I'll do that right now. <sighs> because that is, that I know is, that go away. Some of the movies that were that it. were made. Hmm? Um, like the regular Star Trek, yes, uh, with the original series, yes, cast. I know some of those movies that were made okay. after this Next Generation TV show started. They it actually used the theme show, the theme song from the Next Generation in that. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure it was number six for sure. Okay. Used used this. Well, whatever it is, I'm I'm sure I'm wrong about it. So you know uh, why even uh, why even mess with it? Uh, let's see. Do they have? Um have music. I'm looking for music. There we go. Um, let's see. Star Trek Star the motion picture. Trek Where are you motion going? Motion picture. Are all three of us on Amazon right now? I hope Probably. Because so. that would that would be a grave uh, waste of resources. So I'm uh, I'm not terribly happy with the fact that uh, Kindles and Nooks have just recently come down in price. Because I paid two sixty for uh, the Professor's Nook. And now all of a sudden you can buy the SOB for less than two hundred. You know what? You what's, will never. What's win cool with, about that? You will it's, never. There's win nothing with cool about that. You will never win. I know. I'm still mad. Okay, at it, here's though. the main title from Star Trek: The Motion Picture. All right. Wow! Gosh, jeez, I think that sounds familiar. Wow! Huh? That's well. like that's like eight times in the last hour I've been right about something. I, I stand wow, well, wonders never Whoa. freaking cease. I am embarrassed. I am embarrassed. God, and you guys Bill, are so ba- sure. Look, Bill, good I'm lord, I'm bowing to you right now, Bill. I mean, I'm not trying to be imperious over here Bill? or anything. I'm just trying to help and be Bill, a part of the podcast. Look at me. Look at me in slap. the eyes. Look at me in the eyes. I was wrong. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and like the fonts. And there was much rejoicing. And like the fonts. <laughs> I was I was I was it really it really shocks me that you guys didn't know that. I was and I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it. Well but, uh, that movie but it does really surprise me. That movie sucks. So why would it's, I watch it more I than twice? I don't think I don't think it sucks. I think it's not very exciting. But I think it's it's good. Um, it's very cerebral. Yeah. For a uh, for a sci-fi, it's it's you know you want your first movie out yeah. of the bat to be just a little more exciting and stuff. They were really going with just the yeah. the big the big the high concept. Yeah. Well, and, and much like in '87, um, in '79, when it, I'm sorry, when this movie I don't like the movie either. Uh, you know, we were there December 13th or 11th or whatever it was. Is uh, my best friend Kenny? Hey, Kenny. Uh, it was his birthday party. His birthday is uh, December 11th, so we went and saw it for his birthday. And, uh, you know, I mean, when you've been growing up on reruns your entire life, I mean, if you ever saw one live, you don't remember it. Um, I might have seen one live when I was, like, a year old. But um, yeah. that's, that's reruns from, uh, That's good. 
What's happening? Get it. That's so this whole, awesome, this whole time remember, remember when he was running after the back of the truck? They, they hitchhiked to pick him up. <laughs> Rerun couldn't catch up. To, I love that. This whole topic started with you saying that there were several episodes of the Next Generation that were loud. that I think are incredibly weak. And I, I'm 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 not I'm on Wikipedia, so I'm I don't have a list of episodes per se. Um, but um, again, my contention was that season two was just. An absolute abomination, and that season, season one, one wasn't the the last third. Did you see what they were wearing? <laughs> the there were there were good episodes, or well, not good. There were interesting episodes sprinkled throughout the first uh, season, um, but the end of season one uh, got pretty good compared to what we had been watching the previous 15 episodes or so. It seemed like they finally stopped having Wesley save the ship every episode, <laughs> and they actually came up with some interesting plots. I mean, from from uh, Heart of Glory through um, Conspiracy in Season 1, I thought it was a pretty solid run of episodes. I mean, that was six, seven episodes there in a row. They were all pretty awesome, in my opinion. Did you? Uh, what did you think of the character Q? I thought he was uh, intriguing. I mean, uh, John, awesome. John Lan- I liked him. John Lancey, is that his name? Um, he had I believe gr- so. He totally had to grow on me. That first episode, yeah. I was really out. Well, see, I was really used to him because I used to watch uh, Days of Our Lives, thanks to my parents. And so I, John DeLancey, that's his name. Um, and yeah, he... Uh, uh, that dude was good. He was I, on Days of Our Lives. I believe so. We should we should go uh, we should go make sure before I go firing my mouth off again. Um, but no, uh, that was not, off. That's not the first thing he'd ever done. Um, but yeah, well, I just thought that it was just the production the production values of the show just felt cold to me, much the same way that Star Trek the Motion Picture felt cold. Well, I mean, I, I would I would argue the same thing with the first first few episodes of, of Star Trek the original series that the sets felt really cold and just kind of well. Now there's a difference. The start the sets in the first twelve episodes or so of the original series season one were moody. They were there were lots of darks. There was lots of slashing eye lights across Kirk, which made him look heroic and and totally awesomely sexy. And you know the you know they were always you know. There were, as we found out in the second, especially the third season, when they stopped putting colored lights on panels, you know, the first season, man, you're looking down a hallway and it's oranges and purples and greens and blues and just these incredible splashes of color to complement the incredible moodiness of the lighting. The lighting uh, was frankly evocative of a uh, a horror. Okay, I mean, the lighting was there to set a very Twilight Zone kind of feel mood. And there are a number of episodes in the first 12 that were kind of unnerving. No! Now, I'm getting to you, Jean-Luc. Now, could it be Could yes. it be a generational thing? Could it be that you just grew up with Star Trek and Next well, Generation? Well, I did, but I also grew up with Next Generation, dude. Well, but, but you grew up first with Star Trek. I mean, I was 19 when Next Generation came out. I wasn't old. No, but but you were still of an age where, you know, I mean, It was part Trek of my wheelhouse, too. It just wasn't as good. I mean the the characters there wasn't there wasn't much conflict between the characters. I mean the, the writing wasn't as good. The storylines weren't as good. By the way, uh, they got like you know 
almost 10 minutes less episode for Next Generation, and they went to a five-act uh, five format instead of a four-act format in the original Star Trek. One of the things I think is amazing is watching my Blu-rays of the original series. I've got seasons one and two. Don't have three yet. Sorry. Um, but you're sitting there watching, you know, that nine minutes an episode that they put back into it right. uh, for the DVD release because they're not going to chop it out for commercials. And it's amazing how much better the episodes flow. And, you know, they're just they're just flat out better written. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. Right. Um, and, you know, that's with respect to uh, Gene Roddenberry, um, uh, who got to write it. But, you know, so back to uh, Next Generation. Um, you know, it's not like the inter- you know, it's not like the original series wasn't without its its duds. I mean, you've got about half of the third season, and you've certainly got you know episodes sprinkled in the first two seasons that were just not very thrilling. Um, but I mean, the main thing was just the first couple seasons of Next Generation. Oh, there were a number of just ridiculous plot lines. I mean, Picard is surrendering every other week. Um, you, you know, sure? Wesley saves them. Wesley save you know Wesley saves the ship out of nowhere uh, on the odd weeks and the even weeks Picard is surrendering to a uh, to a, 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 a giant entity. Um, now, next generation, it started in an interesting way and it finished with maybe the best finale of any sci-fi series that's ever been. I mean, all good things is one of the greatest episodes of televised science fiction that i think we've ever seen i agree and star trek it got better and better i mean it it found its legs i mean i think what happened was the first season it was a shoestring budget you know they were syndicating it i mean they syndicated the entire run they had no idea if people were going to buy it you know literally or you know emotionally metaphorically whatever um and so you could just tell that it was very bare bones uh the graphics you know even by 1987 standards were fairly rudimentary um, and you could tell, you know, as the se- as the series went on and it started picking up steam and people started realizing, Hey, this isn't just like a one or two season, you know, you know, train wreck. Uh, this, this could be around for a while that they started, you could tell that they started to, you know, have more of a budget. Um, people had their characters fleshed out. They started writing for the characters and, you know, it, the, the show got a lot better. Well, it got consistently better, I think, pretty much during the entire run. But the first two seasons, it doesn't take away the fact that they were uh, consistently uh, um, uh, subpar. What What was the episode where start or where mm-hmm. uh, Picard he kind of falls in this fantasy world, and it turns out he had just absorbed the whole history of this planet? It's the one where he plays the flute. Yeah, he lived the, like a whole lifetime. Well, in he like, did, and that's the whole thing. The well, but what was that? Because I think that's my favorite. Next generation, and I don't episode. have a problem with that episode either. I, that's not one of those I want to go back and rewatch. But oh, I no, think, right, I, no. But, at, at this point, I'm just kind of talking about. But cool the psychology episodes. of that episode was incredibly powerful. The, yeah. the fact that that you know it, it's experience is what you make it. You know, I mean, we we can talk you know a priori you know all you want to, but the he really did. He you lived the, an entire other life, then came back to finish out <laughs> the one he was on. No, wait, the professor's got a message here. He's, she's rolling her eyes and her neck. It's like her whole head is rolling. Just tell us. Just tell us what it's the one we stayed at the first time. Yeah. This is an aside. It's called the Twin Peaks Nordic Inn. Yeah, no problem. Okay, what was that about? By the way, if you're ever uh, near Leadville, Colorado, if you're somewhere in between Leadville, Colorado, and Aspen, uh-huh. um, I would be glad to recommend that you stay at the Twin Peaks Nordic Inn. It gotcha. is. Uh, I don't have uh, I don't know if my maps go with me, so I can't tell you exactly where it is, 
But man, that was an old bed and breakfast that apparently had been a, a Hua house um, back in the day when people were mining silver out of them Thar gotcha. Mountains. I hope they changed the and, bedding. Um, yeah, hey, <laughs> Jeez Louise, man. I'm so tired of rubber sheets. <laughs> um, but no, it was one of those quaint little places where, um, uh, you know, you've you've got books and a little restaurant, uh, you know, books you can just read and leave, uh, add to it, take from it. Um it sounds incredibly, incredibly it was cool. dull. Well, well, all the rooms uh, were, you know, they're different shapes. It's not. This is not a Holiday <laughs> Express we're talking about this here. Is, just, this is a square. This is a rectangle. This is a smaller rectangle. It was so awesome. This uh, is an I L. Went, I went back a second time. So, anyway. Um, are we done with story? Do you, well, are we no. Done with story I mean, the, the whole point, you were wondering what about this is weak. And this is all spurred because Frank was talking about, uh, excuse me, Harley was talking about the episode in question. Do we do we describe that? The rotating spine. Yes. Yeah, the, the, the Klingon. One, yeah. Worf. Wanted to Worf, commit suicide. Worf becomes blah, blah, a paraplegic. Blah. Right. So he decides that he'd rather die than live in a wheelchair. Perhaps to which, today is a good day to die. Yeah, to which I'm screaming at the television, so die already. It will do us a favor. I mean, you are kidding me. Okay, so... This is the only Klingon, the history of Klingons, that's never won a fist fight against anybody. Really? I don't know, man. It, did, you saw it doesn't include. I'm not talking Batleth. I'm talking fist fight. The first episode of uh, that he was on of uh-huh. Deep Space Nine, Way okay. of Warrior. Those we both know. I okay, know we both. That was a, that. that was a really good episode. Was that a Next Generation episode? No, mm-hmm. but it's still the same character. Yeah, but did it ever happen in Next Generation? I'm not talking about whether D Space Nine is weak. I'm talking about whether Next Generation is weak. Yeah, and, and I'm, not, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm not trying fine. to. I'm not trying to nitpick your point here. You know, because I totally get what you're saying. But I'm just trying to to make a delineation that I'm not talking about D Space Nine. Not talking about Enterprise, the old series, whatever. We're talking about Next Generation. Here. I follow. Okay. So um, so yeah, uh, there's there's just a number of reasons why it was incredibly weak and. Um, Okay, there were some great episodes in season one. Data Lore, great episode. Conspiracy, maybe my first, my favorite episode of the entire series, uh, except for maybe uh, All Good Things. Um, but are you kidding me? The second episode, okay, they did the pilot for Next Generation. The second episode was The Naked Now. I'm doing this from memory because my wiki page doesn't tell me any of this stuff. But it was a rehash of The Naked Time, the fifth episode of the original series. Um, where the exact same thing happened, only this time, Wesley, who was drunk, by the way, because everybody else was drinking the, the, the not scolosion, but everybody else was drinking the water that made him, you know. Was uh, it that special device that, that don't gained you think that was an homage to the old show, though? It was intended to be an homage to the old show, but it just came across as, is like, okay, let me get this straight. First actual episode of the series, and you're pulling out a tired retread. Naked Time, by the way, one of the best episodes of the original series, <laughs> Naked Now. The second episode, or the, the third episode, uh, again, I'm doing this from memory. I might be wrong. Tasha Yar has to fight uh, an African warlord, which seemed, number one, in horrible taste, and number two, was a bad plot line. And it just goes on and on from there. Um, you know, anything that had Wesley saving the ship in it, you know, I realized that he, you know, had a, a, a fresh smile and that he was supposed to be a genius. I get that. But you're telling me that he can do things that, uh, that an Android can't figure out. You know, he's better at fixing the enterprise than the engineers are really. I never bought it. You know, my suspension of disbelief couldn't take it. Um, 
Now there were a, a number of episodes that that you know went the other direction, but um, I mean until the until the last half uh, of the first season, it was not good, and the second season, oh my goodness, the second season was just awful. They introduced they introduced uh, they didn't introduce the um, uh, the holodeck. But they started overusing the holodeck in season two. Um, trying to remember uh, what was the name of the episode. Um, uh, Elementary Deer Data. Um, it seemed like, you know, it was one of the things that Voyager always did that, that made me crazy. Um, was just, you know, get out of the holodeck. Do something real. Do something in canon. Which is odd. It's the same kind of issue I've always had with, with what ifs and Elseworlds. It's like, so... I'm so caught Don't up. I'm so caught up the in the Legion of Dudes. <laughs> I got two weeks, um, but it's odd that for you know, seeing as you're you're watching, you know, a a fantasy, you know, telecast, you know, the story you're watching is imaginary, so you've got an issue with an imaginary, you know, a, a, a double imaginary version of that story. I, I've never understood it myself. Um, now, one thing, uh, the third, uh, the, the second season, I'm trying to remember what the episode was, where they got sucked into a big cloud, and there's a, a dude that kind of looks like a, a, a giant bat ghost thing uh, who decides to basically torture the crew uh, just to find out, you know, how humanity reacts to stimuli, and Picard has to, you know, surrender again. You know, and, I actually uh, vaguely remember that episode. Yeah, it was called, um, oh, gosh, um... Oh, I, I hate myself for not uh, remembering uh, this uh, this exact issue. I I have got to find a next generation episode list of some sort. Uh, IMDb. Okay, good good idea. Um, so yeah, I mean we can um, we can go there, and I can I can talk about this for a long time. Okay. Um, but I could. just think that you know. It's, I'm not trying to rank on um, Next Generation, you know, necessarily. I just, you know, don't want anybody thinking that it was uh, that it was perfect. Okay. Um, okay now, your mama's so fat they had to take her baby picture by satellite. Oh dang, dear. That's, that's cold. That's a good one, dude. Okay, so yeah. Um, all right, so Wesley saves the ship in episode two, and in episode five. Um. The last outpost, they um, introduces the Ferengi. It's awful. Um, <laughs> I I like the that Ferengi. The, yes, that, that's when the Ferengi was scary. Yeah, that, and not comical. The well, first and, time the Ferengi showed up, yeah, they were, for lack of a better word, they were cool. Yeah, they were cool. Well, they were because it was different, and they were all for themselves. And, and they had those whips. Remember the, the whips, whips yes. man? Quark never had a whip. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, yeah, you know, Quark, Quark became, was Quark was one of those three, by the way. Quark became was he really? He was, yes, Arnold a, Shimmerman, yes. a leprechaun. The actor, anyway. The actor did play one of those three Ferengi. Yeah, and, yes. and he that. essentially became they essentially became leprechauns. Yeah, the, in in the series, I mean, they just became these little money grubbing yeah. guys. They could have been uh, in that in that episode where they were introduced. They were pretty cool, like Brandon yes. said. They were just like wow. I mean, they were the, they were the board before the board. Um, episode seven, season one, Justice. Uh, the crew visits a world of beautiful, healthy, and tanned human-looking people who seem to have a peaceful and loving lifestyle. By the way, uh, they wear very skimpy clothing, and they run everywhere. That's how they stay in shape. 
That's no, an awesome plot line. Um, they know of no crime, war, hardship. They seem to have everything. They also have a death penalty for breaking any infraction of the rules. I remember like that Wesley trips and falls into a garden, or into a bed of uh, roses or something like that. And so they give him the death penalty for it. Which planet was that? I don't know. It was, it was episode seven. I remember Justice. That. Wasn't that Ryza? Why am I thinking that was yeah, Ryza? It may have been. I'd, it's been that long. Um, Episode 8, The Battle. Uh, that was kind of interesting. Uh, Picard finds the Ferengi have discovered the Stargazer, his original ship. No, that wasn't wait, bad. Wait a minute. Are we going to go through every No, we're not going to go through every one. Hit two more and then we'll move on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, the Big Goodbye, Episode 11. They're already overusing the uh, the holodeck. Uh, episode 12, Daylor shows up. That's one of the first really good episodes of the series. Who shows up? Uh, Daylor. Sorry, Data's, Data's brother, Lore, shows Lore, up in that yeah, episode. Lore, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the episode uh, uh, 11001001, awful. Um, okay. When a bow breaks, awful. I tell you my favorite. Home soil, awful. My favorite Star Trek Next Generation episode yes. is the one with the parasites that they never followed that's up That's conspiracy. On. And that's, that's one of the things that makes me so crazy about Star Trek is that I waited for literally, I'm, I'm not kidding, I waited for six years that, for them to come was that back in the that. second episode that was episode season? that was episode 24 season one conspiracy still that was a fantastic episode and you know they've touched on that in some of the books that they've written really yeah okay because i would love to know you know i would love to have any follow-up of any so i would i would consider reading um uh star trek book uh to get some follow-up on that well I may have it still, and I'll I'll do some research. If I don't have it, I'll for sure tell you which one it is. I would love to know that because hell, I don't mind going to a half price books or something. Um, what, okay. was, what was the episode where Captain Kirk make, met his doppelganger, and they were trying to figure Kirk out or what Picard. they? Uh, I'm sorry, Picard, and they had to figure out. They figured out that they were heading towards some type of time situation, and so they were. I remember there was a scene where they're in the conference room. And Worf suggests, well, why don't we stop the ship and turn around? And they were like, we don't know if that's the action oh, that will lead to this. That was we a just great episode. To, we just um, need to continue to move forward. It was the it was the space whirlpool. They're trapped with the space whirlpool. Yeah. It's yeah, such it was, a, such uh, a good called Time episode. Squared, I believe, was the episode. God, such a good uh, It yeah. ends with both Picards walking down, the, uh, walking down the corridor. And, and episode, them to, uh, season 2, episode 13, by the way. Um, that was awesome. But okay, the first four. I, I don't, I'm sorry. We'll get off this very you quickly. Destroy the ship and run away, you coward. John Luke. Yeah, he's telling that to Worf. By the way, man, I would kill you. Shut up, Worf. You're an idiot. Get off my bridge. One of the greatest scenes in First Contact. That is, and and once again, was there is there any is there ever been a more frustrating character in Star Trek history than Worf? Okay. Who could not have been more anti-Klingon? He might as well have been wearing a skirt. Well, he was half, and human. I don't mean that as a disrespect. He to was the half ladies. human. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Really? Oh. I thought now that girl Wait, in Voyager man. was half human, half human, half Klingon. Wasn't? Wasn't yeah, he? In Voyager, yeah, no, he was raised by human parents. Right. Yes. So go. basically, he he was a neutered Klingon. Yes. Yes. And yes, Belana Torres was in fact half. That's what half. I'm thinking yes. of, but. Yeah, Worf okay. was raised by humans. Right. Okay, that's okay. Before I get off, I'm not going to spend much time on it. The first four episodes of season two, episode one, The Child. Deanna is impregnated by an unknown alien life form. That was a script uh, stolen from or adapted from uh, what was it was going to be one of the episodes of Star Trek Phase Two, 
uh, in the late 70s when they decided to uh, re-up the Star Trek franchise, they originally came up with a season's worth of episodes, 13 episodes, something like that. I've got a book if you want to check it out. But one of the scripts was The Child, which they took and they uh, adapted it for Next Generation uh, when they decided to turn Phase 2 into a movie franchise instead of a TV franchise. Okay, episode two, where silence has lease. Maybe the worst episode of the series, and that's saying something. So the first two episodes of season two make me want to claw my eyes out so I don't see any more. Where silence has lease is the one where they get trapped in the mysterious void. There's the ghost bat thing, whatever, that decides to torture them, and then basically they surrender to it, and it lets them go because it's bored with them. Um, Episode three, Elementary Dear Data. Okay, we're going into the holograph again. This time Data plays Sherlock Holmes. Well, great. That's a good use of an hour of my time. Episode four, The Outrageous Economy. That's where Moriarty takes on... He, be, he comes yes. back. That is a great episode. Yeah, he I will takes over, you on that. He takes over the ship, and Picard talks him out of it. Wham! Give I me a break. Loved it. Episode four, The Outrageous Kona. The bulleteer comes on board and charms everybody. Okay, okay. you're going God. through each episode. Okay, so stop. I told you one episode I told you I was going to go through the first four episodes. That's what I just did. I'm done with it now. Okay, okay. what is your favorite season of episode of the next generation. Oh my gosh, that's a very good question. You just oh, why did you I ask? Him honestly, about it? because <laughs> it's a simple one-word answer. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know. Um, it the sixth because it was the last episode, seventh season because it was the ending. Um, it would. It six would, because it was almost over. I don't know. It might be episode. I don't know, man. Oh, I understand. I understand. Take your time. Take your time. Yeah. I need an answer in the next five minutes. But okay. Take your give, time. Me, give me five minutes. Um, I don't know. I mean, I kind of want to say. Uh, I kind of want to say season four, but um, I'm sitting here trying to figure out if this has got the right episodes in it. Um, I'm man. sorry, Frank. I'm <laughs> See, sorry, I Frank. I should have listened to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to be. That's like on The Simpsons where they're talking to Grandpa and and they and yeah. and, and and Bart asked an open ended question. Lisa goes, "Why did you ask him an open ended question? It just came out." What was on your know. list of probably topics. season three? Um, last Airbender. I have a friend who's an entertainment director or yes. an entertainment reporter. Okay, she went to a junket. As of this recording, that movie's not out yet, right? I don't think so. I think it's going to be mid July. Okay. Um. She's a very smart woman. I trust her judgment. Not good, she said. Acting, horrid. Really? Yeah, that, even in the trailer, the acting looks kind of blah, blah, but the is special there, effects look fantastic. Is there fantastic. acting in the trailer? Um, there's some acting. Okay. But for, for, for those yeah. of you who... Finger the, fingers. For, I guess you guys aren't familiar with, with the Nickelodeon series. It's based on Avatar, The Last Airbender. Have yeah. any of you seen it? Yeah. It's I've, it's it's it, not bad. I've it's seen not a couple all. of minutes. I like it. It's a, I think it's a wonderful series. There's a couple of story arcs in it that just kind of brings one season to the other. I don't know how many seasons are of it. I was yeah. very excited about this movie. <sighs> you know, I, I have just based on her opinion, what she told me, not good. And I'm very disappointed by that. Though, uh, on the other hand, sad. Sorcerer's Apprentice, DC, uh, the Walt Disney movie with uh, Kevin, uh, with um, Ghost Nicholas Rider. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, it, Ghost Rider. By the trailer, it looks horrible. It's based on the Fantasia movie. You know, Mickey Mouse is the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Which was a horrible movie. Uh, she said, out of the park, home run. Really? It's so much fun. She said, Nicholas Cage, she says, she agrees. She says, based on the trailer, 
you would think, geez. Yeah, the trailer, the trailer does not look good. She said, home run. It is, wow. it is, it is probably the most fun movie she's seen since Iron Man. All right. I may be putting words in her mouth, but it was one of the most fun movies she saw this summer. I think by the time nice. this episode airs, the new Predators movie will be out. Wow. And I can't wait. Probably by the time somebody's heard this, I may have seen the movie three times already. Now, what was that email that we got you about it? You guys are crazy for Predator, too. I mean, it was a good movie, but you guys, I've, I've seen the email chains. You guys are, I mean, you're about to... You're about to pitch at tents and camp out at the theater waiting for the sucker. I can't wait for it. I'm a huge Predator fan. What was your question? Oh, we got that email that's gonna that the premiere is going to be in Austin, which is oh. three hours away, three, three and a half hours I'm away. I'm not driving to Austin to see it. Well, even if it's a week before? Yeah, even if it's a week before. I can wait a week. Okay. I have self-control. Okay. I can't control many but things I mean, in my but life, I mean, but what I can nice. control is when I drive to Austin. But, I mean, think about what could be there. We don't know yet, but, I mean, there could be the director. There could be some of the people in the movie. There could be a Predator suit, Brad. I've seen one at a local Dallas Comic Con. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to be there Friday morning, the day it opens. Okay. And I'm going to watch it probably three times that day. That's how excited I am about it. You're going to be like a kid during the summer, like a little kid where the mom would drop you off at the theater and you can see the movie three times? We did that with Superman too. Yeah, we, uh, we stayed <laughs> I, I in the did theater. That. that was a very common practice. Yeah, to leave yeah. you at the theater and you'd watch the movie. Well, and it, was, it was a single theater. It was one theater and then a pinball game out in the lobby. <laughs> and so we went and saw like the the eleven a.m. showing or whatever. And then we stuck around for like the forty five minutes in between showings and played uh, played pinball. And then yeah. went back in and watched it again. Yeah. So what the heck, man? But that, that's nice. That's back when movie theaters were walking distance to your house yeah. too. Those were uh, those were good old days. Yeah, we had kids thing. these days don't get that, by the way, because they've got to be situated uh, near a major highway artery. I've never been able to walk to the movie theater. Well, uh, you didn't, we went you to didn't the grow up in Norman, good sir. You grew up in Corpus Christi. We were, had the Ayers Theater. We Could would you walk, walk to, to that. Yeah, we that's sweet. It. Yeah, it was the uh, the Hollywood Theater, and again, it, it was a, it was a one shot. There was one screen. Period. Yeah. Um, and you know, there were there were other theaters, in Norman, that we were not within walking distance to, but they were they were in neighborhoods. So had we lived, you know, on that side of town, we could, you know, blah blah. Um, so good times. Oh, hey. every summer we mm-hmm. always got at least one Godzilla movie. Yes. that was the highlight. Excellent. Another bad Godzilla movie. Oh, yeah, that's the rubber fantastic. suit fantastic. Yes. Um, hey, uh, um, if you don't mind, could you uh, pop me up? You're up. I appreciate that. Um, this is uh, it's just a, a new segment, so I'd like to go ahead and fire Wait a this minute, off. A new for segment? S- yeah, thanks yeah, for, for no big deal. warning All us. All right, cool. Okay. Uh, are, we, uh, are, we, are we playing me? Yeah. Okay. I already said you're up. All right. I like the way you said that. I already said you're up. You're good. Sorry. I'm playing it. You have I'm tired not eyes, hearing Brad. Anything. You have sleepy eyes. Yeah, I'm tired. Well, let's. Is we in? You know what? Yes, sir. My bad. According to Frank, I'm sleepy, and apparently I am. <laughs> I pulled up the wrong fader. You're good. How about now? All right. It's an announcement. I like it so far. It's better than anything Frank's done. <laughs> cool. <laughs> My bits are always not well thought out. And I just this is part of the show where I start smacking gum. It's really that's all I had. Is that all this? 
So it's the smacking gum it's episode. The was, yeah. Hang on. I'm just going to start smacking gum now. Do you happen to have an out for this? Yes. Wait, can I participate? Oh, absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Right, hang on a second. Okay. Ooh, stride. It's a good choice. Ooh, name brand gum. I need the stuff with uh, it has the candy coating on it because otherwise it melts in my pocket. Maybe the best segment ever. I like it. You know what I really thought, Bill? I really thought you were going to have the trumpets go on like for an extended amount of time. Like it wasn't going to for the rest of the show. Like it was just going to be like in a minute. You know, it was, was going to keep going. I put it on a loop. Going. No, this is. Uh, I'm actually playing it really close to the vest this episode. This is really good gum. I, I think what so too. What flavor you got? Well, it's a new one from Stride. It's called Shift. Mm. See, I, I'm I'm flavor. old school. Changing gum. It goes yes. from citrus to mint. I prefer uh, Trident White Wintergreen because it love, tastes like a lifesaver. I love white mm. gum. Yes. Just white gum in general. Yes. Would you like some of this? Thank you. Thank you. That's good stuff. Like I said, that's stuff that tastes like a lifesaver. And it says clearly printed on the label, it prevents over 35% of stains. So <laughs> what? So the rest of the 65% of the stains will only be stronger. I think that's the point. You have something else on your list? Yeah, I've got I've got other things on my list too. <laughs> Brad looked at me when he said that, but Bill was like, I "No, know, I got stuff I on my no, list." No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. Um, no, I just I'm uh, in the middle of um, uh, trying to edit together uh, Miss Zoe's play. You know that uh, Zoe. Um, this is now a, a past tense thing. Yeah, what was the name of that play? Called Fairy Tale Courtroom. That's right. Did you get a chance to go see it, Frank? No, I saw it. It was pretty clever. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, there are uh, two cases: Act One and Act Two are. are Two separate cases. Uh, same bailiff, judge, you know, uh, prosecuting attorney, etc. But the first case is um, uh, the big bad wolf is on trial for a list of crimes. Are we still in the gum smacking segment? Sure. Okay. The gum smacking segment can go on as long as you want, sir. I've just tucked mine away in my lip because I'm talking and I want to gag okay. on it. Because yeah, that'll just make the story go even longer. Um, and then the second act, uh, Zoe is in. Uh, she is one of the two uh, defense counsels for the witch who is on trial in for, a, again, a list of crimes too heinous and numerous to mention. A particular witch or just a witch? No, the witch. The, the witch. wicked witch. The, the witch. wicked witch. Of the what? Uh, the wicked witch. Hey, you yes. forgot the fine wicked witch. Yeah. Yeah. The fine wicked Ooh. witch. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she didn't have a, a wart on her nose or anything. Really? Yeah, it was, oh. it was cute. She did not look like a witch at all. Yeah, but she was. She oh, was. In makeup, she looked pretty uh, pretty scary. But yeah, I'm in the but middle of uh, editing bad. it right now. I, I had two cameras. Uh, one, uh, the it's not a theater. It's like a... a, a a room? It's, a, it's like a converted house, basically. Okay. And so there's one room in it. That's basically shaped like a shoebox, and it's wide and not that very would be deep. A rectangle. <laughs> I was just trying to just trying to go non-denominational here. Um, <laughs> Shapes are known to be easily offended. By. What's a drag is that um, I knew I wanted to, you know, I wanted to get at least two angles on this thing. So I'm using my old, you know, mini DV uh, cams, which are unfortunately four by three standard def. Um, it's not the standard def; it's the four by three that's the problem, which is not letterbox correct or that'd be pattern scan nine. sir 
So the uh, so I had to set up one camera uh, over uh, way off to the side, getting this crazy angle on the whole thing, and then I had my handheld, and I'm I'm standing on the back row, and I'm holding that camera, that little you know three ounce handy cam, as still as I can for ninety minutes, and you know fifteen minutes into it, you feel like your shoulder blades about to just pop clean out, and you know twenty minutes into it, you've got sweat on your brow. So you and didn't have a tripod. No, or as we like not. to call it, a two-legged, did, a three-legged, two-legged. I had a, uh, I had a tripod, but I was using that for my wide shot, and yeah. the handheld was, that is what I had like, to do. That looks it looks like, like a, looks like I know, it looks, it looks like, like a, a corkscrew, a rigatoni or something. Yeah, you could break out of jail with that thing. Um, what? So anyway, uh, so I'm, I'm working on editing <laughs> wait, that, and I'm wait, gonna, wait, I'm what? gonna have a DVD. Um, Hold on, I want to revisit Brad, Brad. Yeah, you use like twisted some gum up to look like corkscrew, and you said you could break out of prison. I was really with that. hoping you wouldn't mention that. <laughs> I was hoping I could just what? skate on that. But no, I was being like, uh, you know, you use a, uh, you could use any metal, yeah, you know, hard you, metal I spent artifact. About three nights in a clink because of that, but it was so worth it. Yeah, you, uh, you know, you chip away at the uh, the, the mortar around the bricks, you know, with anything, right, right, you know, right, whether right. it's a spoon or a knife or a corkscrew. So maybe. in this case, oh, okay, I thought maybe okay, it was that's just pasta. Not that I'm great. Picking, I'm picking away. Had a wall with some great. pasta, um, and uh, I did. Uh, I've got one more quick hitter. This is a, this is a, a handy tip. So everybody, do pay attention to this. This is legitimate. This is not shtick. Okay, I don't have an open for this either. So that tells you this Play is the not horns. shtick. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Yeah, this this should be this should be in the PSA episode uh, last week. Frankly. Last week, um, because I think this is something that's going to help people across America. Um, how hard is it to keep track of your coasters? You know, you don't want you don't want water rings on your tables. You know, so you use a coaster. If I had a nickel, yeah. Every time I wondered, yeah, where are my coasters? That's what I'm talking about. You have about 30, 35 cents? Hey, what, has the dog's been chewing on them, or the kid's throwing them down the toilet? Or, I mean, where the heck do they go? It's like socks. What happened to the left sock? As a single guy, the floor, uh-huh. if you have carpeting, yeah. great coaster. Yeah, but you don't have, like, you don't have like an, an entire zoo worth of animals, uh, not including the children rolling around. So true. the floor's not the best place around this house. Um Besides the fact that the fabric, uh, the, the carpet is so old, I think it collects stains instead of repels them. So that's not good either. Um, so this came, this, this hit me like an epiphany uh, a few weeks ago. I just I haven't mentioned this yet on the show because I've been saving it for a really important occasion like this. What is cooler? So Frank was saying, put the drink on the ground. Yeah. Well, I can merge those two philosophies of using a coaster and putting your drink on the ground. Go to Home Depot, or maybe Lowe's, I don't know. Go to Home Depot, and and look. You get the little sample squares of carpet. They're about, I don't know, four inches by five inches maybe, four by four and a half, something like that, basically a square yeah. of carpet. It's got that a backing is. on it. This particular one is, uh, this is an Inspired Touch slash Wild Rice. It's a 100% EverTouch BCF nylon, whatever that means. You know, I thought that looked like Uncle Ben's rice. Dude, go to Home Depot, get your buttload of these little carpet samples. They Are make they great free? coasters. Are they free? I have no idea. That's a good question. I figured you'd just, like, steal them or something. <laughs> Wait a minute. Look, it does have a barcode on the back. 
Oh, maybe that's just to keep track of what what's, what's being taken out. Oh. Oh, let's well, use, know, let's man. use the barcode scanner on our smartphone. Oh, do you have it? Yeah, you here it'll take me a while to bring it. Do that. Let's see what comes up. So anyway, yeah, um, go to Home Depot and get yourself a bunch of uh, little carpet squares. They make great coasters. If you lose one, you know who cares? Go to Home Depot, get another one. And they're not going to scratch anything up. You know, you don't have to worry about the drink falling off it because it's carpet. It 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 caresses your drink as it saves the mm-hmm. tabletop from I'll it. I'll caress you. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm sorry. I think that's a good idea. So I would like to, uh, you know, assuming uh, they don't actually cost any money, I would like to invite people to uh, um, start uh, ripping through, um, um, you know, Home Depot stock of uh, carpet uh, tiles. They're free. That's excellent. The professor says they're free. That's even better. So, boom, the plan is flawless. And, and face it, you're a guy. You're going to, I mean, no matter how much you love comic books, you're going to go Home Depot some point in your life. So, you know, go, uh, you know, get to uh, say, say, hey, lady, I need to, I got like these five or six uh, pieces of carpet I'm thinking of putting in my house. I need to, you know, take a little uh, sample home and uh, lay down and see what it looks like. I like it. It's like, it's like you're being green and recycling things. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're just going to get is wasted. It's kind of wet, though. Well, it's I because mean, it's I've had my grape juice sitting on I mean, it for like two hold, hours it's now. It's not going to hold on to moisture, is it? Dude, this is, it's carpet. It's what it's made for. I mean, animals pee on this stuff. That's that's how nothing came up. That's how absorbent up. they are. Nothing came up. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't know if we want to get into this right now. I mean, I don't have like a literal you know review, but in the last I don't know month and a half or so, I've been trying to hit a bunch of the LCSs. One of the nice things about living in a top five market like Dallas is that there are comic book stores all over the place. Um, I hit three of them in Garland today. I just went in and looked and it was interesting. Garland has three comic stores. They, according to Google, they have four, but the fourth one, uh, JT's, uh, is no longer in service. Apparently, according to four on one, and the phone number I had from Google. Um, but there's uh, Comics Asylum, uh, there is Comics Craze, and there is C-BAM, which is kind of cool. It's letter C-BAM, cool. which I I've think is the coolest been, I've name I've ever heard. It's brand new. Said they, they opened uh, they opened June 1, so they've been open for less than a month now. No, then they haven't been. And they have, it was weird, though, because I went in there, and it's uh, a... a Man and wife own it. Uh, the wife was there. She was incredibly nice. Uh, it's a comic book shop. They had a number of back issues, but you know they didn't have you know a comprehensive list of back issues. I, I'm literally looking. I'm looking for Nova, the current run of Nova, issue 23. That's the only issue I'm lacking. Is issue 23. I can find issue 22 and 26 everywhere I look. I found 24 and 25, which was nice. So I'm looking for issue 23. I can't find it anywhere. I literally have looked in maybe 10 comic shops in the last two months looking for issue 23. Can't find it. It's what weird. happened What happened in that issue? Well, I don't know. I never read it, dude. Look up. Look it up on ComicBB. Yeah. I I see, she, the, the, Spoilers. The, the nice lady at, at uh, CBAM, um, she looked up um, some, I don't know what website she was on, but she actually showed me the cover and said, is this it? I go, I don't know. I've never seen the issue. Um, so no big deal. I'm also looking for... Uh, 
Um, three issues from the uh, the Legion's Baxter run. I'm looking for issue 60, Magic Wars Part 1 of 4, um, because it's the four-part series that ends the Baxter run, and I don't want to start it until I can read the whole thing. Okay. And there's two issues, 37 and 38, that deal with Superboy and the ramifications of the post-crisis uh, uh, no Superboy mythology. If Legion's I was a with. DJ, so, like in a nightclub, I would stuff. be DJ Seabam. That is a cool, cool name. The weird thing is I, I didn't ask the lady if they had plans to do so, but I walk in there and I see I see long boxes, but I don't see any wall of comics or anything. And I look at the lady and I go, do you got any like new issues like today's releases? No, we don't have any, any of those. So what they were doing is basically this guy started a business. Uh, it's not large. The store is actually really small. Um, started a business to get rid of the 20,000 some odd comics he's got <laughs> basically. Wow. So I don't know if they have plans to sell new comics, but they're not doing it yet a month into their existence. Okay. So, I it's, it so it's almost like some guy opened I've, up his basement. I pretty much, I've never been there and she's, and she was saying, um, you know, cause I was asking about these three or four particular issues and she said, well, let me call, let me call my husband and, you know, ask cause he should know. You know, because any any good person with an eidetic memory will know exactly what issues they've got of what comics. I don't you know. know of any. Um, you never heard of that, have you? I don't know of any store that doesn't sell new books. Yeah, and and I find that you know this is not a big surprise. Most local comic shops are very similar to each other. You know, they all have tables set up so you can play World of Warcraft or you know Magic or whatever it is people play Dungeons and Dragons, I guess. Um. So about half the store is devoted to gaming and half the store is devoted to comics. You know, uh, the, the main difference is that some LCSs have plenty of back issues, uh, never a comprehensive list, and some don't. I mean, I think the, the two best uh, local shops, and, um, and I would love to find uh, other shops that, that are comparable or, or do better than this, but Titan Comics and Madness Comics. Titan. Titan. Comics. comics. Love you, Titan. Wish I lived closer to you. Um, those two shops have a pretty darn good selection of back issues. Other than that, your back issues are going to be very hit and miss, no matter how large the uh, the selection is. So, you know, every you know, you can find the new releases almost anywhere. Um, it's interesting. That's awesome. So I just I thought it was interesting. Um, um, comics craze. Uh, yeah, and, and another thing is that you go into the comic book shop and it either looks like bachelors live there. Or it's really neat. It, it's either it's there's there's a never middle ground. It's either Felix Unger runs this place or Oscar Madison runs this place. Right. It's really odd, and Comics Craze is definitely an Oscar Madison like place. But they had they had a selection of toys which I thought was really impressive. They had a uh, an Alfred E Newman as the Flash. Oh yeah, that oh. came out a few years ago. It was <laughs> so sweet looking. He has a uh, he has he's two so sets dumb. of hands. Yeah. And one and he's actually wearing <laughs> oven mitts. Okay. <laughs> I think our buddy Lawson has that. Maybe that's actually. where I saw it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, such so as cracked me up. And then they're nice guys. Now, one thing that's interesting is you'll go on to. Uh, uh, I found these places um, almost exclusively through. Uh, um, I type comics and my zip code into Google, and it gives you that nice map with all the little points on the map. Yeah. You know, point A is Comics Craze, and point B is, you know, Brad's Comics, and, you know, point C is, you know, the Comics Corner. Yeah, that kind of thing. What's point D? <laughs> yeah. What about point E? Why don't we go through the whole letters? You could do that if you want <laughs> I to. I know you would! 
there's that's enough, the problem. You th- would go through the whole There's list. enough comic stores in Dallas, I think, to do that. Um, I've actually meant to ask you, are there a couple of decent shops up in Louisville? Because I know you used to uh, live up there, and you had a comic book shop you went to. I went to a place called Boomerang, which is brand new. That is it, the newest and okay. only store in Louisville. Um, now, it's next to the Super that's Target. That's the one I was thinking of, by the Super Target. I've been into that one. Yeah, it was... It was very. It was a. It was a. Uh, it was a Felix place. It was yeah. very neat, very clean. It's run by a guy named Neil. Very owned small. By a guy named Neil, who bought. Yeah. He bought uh, the old store in Louisville called TNT Collectibles. Okay. And the guy that ran it was named Terry, a cool guy. And this guy, he's Terry, sold TNT Collectibles to Neil. Okay. And Neil um, got rid of. Ninety-nine percent of the back issues. Why? I don't know. I mean, I realize that these days selling, you're selling trades. The only yeah, I, I think mean, you're it's right. It's such a niche market. I mean, I know you love them, and I know people love them. People love to look at them. I don't think people like to buy them. And if that's the case, they're well, taking up space. I mean, these days, yes, I do get that. That the floppies, you know, or excuse me, the trades are you know going to sell better, and the trades are comprehensive. I mean, you can find. You, know, you look in almost any selection about, you know, it's like, hey, man, I'm looking for issues 36 through 42 of I mean, Legion I mean, when, V5 when, or whatever. Yeah, when you go to a comic book that has a whole bunch of back yeah. issues, chances are very good if you were to go there six months later, a large majority of the same comic yeah. books are still going to be there. Yeah. And the only well, reason they're still there is that people don't want Richie Rich number 75 <laughs> because it was mass produced and they just don't want the 17 copies that they got. It, it frankly does. It does seem like, you know, the future of the business is online for sure, you know, because it's it's. I don't know if I enjoy the thrill of the chase. I enjoy just going to a new LCS and just seeing what they got. And, you know, of course, I've got, you know, at least a small list of things that I'm looking for. I'm also looking for a bunch of Legionnaires issues, yada, yada. Um, But, uh, you know, so I've got a small list of things I'm actually looking for. And uh, I go to uh, Gen X Comics out in uh, Irving. um, And they've got a, a... decent but again not comprehensive list of you know back issues and almost any place you go it's odd that you get the you know the decent yet not comprehensive list of comics and you know i just i I think it's um i think it's interesting you know i I was really bummed when um our local uh, lone star they phased out their back issues and again they had a fairly small selection of back issues but even those went and you know for me it's like going to a, a used record store. You know, part of the thrill is just seeing what they have. You know, it's like going to a Ross or something. You know, you never know what you're going to find. You know, it's like going to half price books. You know, you never know what you're going to find, but you may, if you check back periodically, you may find gems. And so I just, you know, I just, I think a, a, an LCS, my humble opinion, is doing themselves a disservice not having at least some kind of back issues. I mean, uh, Keith's uh, Atomic Age, when we first started going there, because it was uh, near the place we all used to work, um, they had them in no particular order, but they had dollar bins. Man, that was fine. I don't even need them. You know, alphabetized is better, but I don't even need to be alphabetized. You know, just well, I mean, give that, me that, a bunch of bins, and I can but, just rifle through and just hope you find that diamond in the rough that you're looking for. Well, that, I mean, that's what the cons are for. I mean, uh, Dallas yeah. has essentially four or five cons where you can do that. Yeah, and, and I love doing that, and I wish I could do that a lot. Um, man... You were there too, Brad. Um, uh, Zeus, um, again, twenty-five a, cents. So a modest but incomplete selection of back issues. A satisfying, you know, 
a satisfying uh, amount of back issues, but not exactly what I'm looking for. Um, you know, that I'm looking for this Did one K-K issue they don't have. Cape hasn't happened in a couple of years. Or actually, free comic book day already passed, right? Oh, dude, that was first in May, weekend yeah. in May. I completely. I could it. show you all of them. We we actually went down to Zeus and we got we got. Well, usually up. usually what Zeus used to do is mm-hmm. they used to they had like crates. Yeah. Of the of the back comic books and they would just bring them out. And well, and that's what no they did. Um, free comic book day. They had mm-hmm. the entire front of the store lined with long boxes. Yeah. And it was great. They're quarter quarter long boxes, and man, it was awesome. And then what? About a month later, they did it again. I forget why. They had a they had an artist coming in, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, man, there's nothing better in the world to me than than looking through uh, looking through a quarter bin. So I had a good time. So I I I, I would like all LCSs to carry at least some back issues if you don't mind. Comics craze, I thought was really good. Their filing system was insane. Yeah, you will not find what you're looking for if you don't ask someone. But it was cool. It was a nice store, and everywhere you you go look on the comics uh, the forum. You, know, you go to Google, whatever, you, you find the, the comic shop, you click on the seven reviews, and invariably six of them are, this place is dirty, and the people are rude, and they didn't care about you, and, you know, I just, I, I just ended up, I got to the point where I just started laughing at the reviews I was seeing for all these comic book shops, because they can't all be this bad. You know, it's just, it goes to prove the old adage that, you know, a, a person who's angry about the service is, you know, a hundred times more likely than a person who's happy about the service to tell other people. So whenever you're looking you at the hear, reviews, if you don't hear anything at work about your work, you're doing fine. Yeah, and that's just that's the if, problem. Yeah, it, it, that's the problem if, with reviews because you look at a review, and to come, I almost know, never look it, at them. It, it almost doesn't matter what you're looking at. Karaoke bar, comic book shop, you know, it, it doesn't matter. If you look at the reviews on the Google search page or whatever, you know, eighty percent of them are going to be negative. Yeah, I think it's just any YouTube comment. Look at YouTube. It can be the most okay. innocent thing. It can be a, it can be a kid. Flying a kite. Yes. It'd be 30 seconds of a kid flying a kite, parents laughing. Oh, look at that. It's a wonderful day. This production values were crap. This is the biggest waste of time. (laughs) Why do you even exist? God. And then someone will write back, you obviously don't see the beautiful nature of this family. Mm -hmm. Rx from Rhode Island. And you know it just goes. It becomes these flame wars. It devolves into a personal battle. I yes. I don't get that. And why... People just, that's why we need. That's why President Obama needs to shut down the internet for four months. That means, you, you know, know he can do it. You he can what? do it. Oh my God! That's you know what we need to shut down the internet for four months. It's probably within his power to do so. Wouldn't I you would think? say do at, least the, probably, probably, at least the. Do you guys not read the Drudge Report like or I do? US or maybe it's the, or maybe if, Google. Actually, Google can probably shut down the internet. If you read the Drudge Report, you'll know what's going on in this country. I is the Drudge Report the same thing as Gawker? I read Google, no, it's Gawker. not, dude. Okay. Gawker is the Twitter of. Of, uh, of I US love Gawker. Whatever. Um, Why if, do you, you always wanna, make fun of the things I love? If you want to go, if you want to read, a, if you want to read a web page and then despair, you're the for guy. You're the guy planet. who makes bad comments on YouTube videos and in comic book stores. I would if I cared enough. Um, yeah, if you want to uh, uh, despair of human life and and decide there's no reason to go on, go to infowars.com. That's another good place to go. Okay. But. But dude, it sounds too. Let me tell you, no, no. I just, just want to tell I you don't something. Don't want to go to Infowars. If you go to, based on what you're saying, if you go to Infowars.com, you already lost me. There is no turning back. Okay, you can't close Pandora's box once you opened it. That's all I'm, I'm saying. Go to Infowars and prove okay. it. I'm going to open it and I'm okay. going to close it. And then Frank's never going to have the same worldview again. 
I'm pretty bitter so as it is. So how much stuff do we have left to LCS talk about? LCS is good. I, Brad, I ran out of my stuff hours ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but look at Bill's list. I just think comics are good. That's all. I mean, whether you get them through a wonderful service who mails them to you or whether you visit your local mom and pop shops and keep those, you know, that avenue of comic sales healthy, you know, it doesn't matter. Just go buy them. They're good for you. Um, they teach you good things. So, yeah, there you go. Um, you want a uh, you want a word of the week? Yeah, let's do that. We I miss that. I miss the word of the week segment, and that's why we haven't heard that. That's actually, why we're Frank, you have back. one more thing to talk about. I do the CompuServe gift. Well, let me uh, right? let me hit you with the word of the week, and then we can do yeah. the CompuServe gift, and then the we catch can, off guard. Uh, no, can... no, no. It's just we we, we got to fit in the word of the week. <laughs> Yeah, but you <laughs> promised that we would learn about the compulsive gift. Well, word the, let me, hey, word of the week's easy. Let me let me do the word of the week, actually, and then we can actually, do Frank's actually, thing. And then we come back for about five minutes. Then we can come back read. with a tweet, and then There's we'll a theme be song. out of here. You have a tweet? <laughs> Isn't there a theme song for word of the week? Yes. Play yes. it. Okay. It's time for the word of the week. Frank, have you been studying? And now, <laughs> here's your friendly neighborhood voice. Take it away. What? This song. What? 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 Uh, yeah. What? Camp Low. Those guys are awesome, man. Word of the week. Word of the week is lugubrious. Lugubrious. Yes. Such as, use it in a sentence. Lugubrious. Do that again. Lugubrious. Lugubrious. Use it in a sentence. Um, and then give us the definition. I, I can't even begin to use this in a sentence. Um, it's <laughs> the, a big the word, word of the week is lugubrious. <laughs> yes. Well, it's um, uh, the two definitions are mournful, um, especially exaggeratedly or affectedly mournful, dark, dramatic. And lugubrious brooding. So when Bill starts talking about Star Trek, or I get lugubrious. It's <laughs> a good word. It's a good word. So yes, uh, I um, I know. thought it was funny. You did? Yes. Imagine if this was the last time I ever That was horrible. That was Thank you, voice. Your contribution to the English language is immeasurable, and I, for one, am enlightened by your verbal largesse. And as for the rest of you, do you feel smarter now? That's on you then. All right, listeners, send us an email. <laughs> I also think Skilo jams. Send us an email with the word lugubrious in it. <laughs> In the sentence. Yeah, and, and so. use it correctly in context. Or no, no, wait. That's some find smooth us, West Coast rap, just like Warren G. An, uh, an article where it's used in the internet. And yes, yes. I know the send, trades. Send us the link to the article where the word is used in the internet. That's what Lugubrious. we want to Lugubrious. Good. I mean, I could search that right now. Well, no, we want to involve the listeners. Fantastic. And then. some of us want to go home before we fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. sure. Go ahead. I mean, why not? Okay. Now, are we going to do a twit? Or By the way, there's, a, there's two kinds of waves. Did you know that? Yes. Well, yes. didn't you have a CompuServe <laughs> gift thing? I had the CompuServe gift. I can't even hold my eyes open, guys. So are we gonna are we gonna do the tweet? We'll end with a tweet. Okay. Gif. And the now, reason wait a minute. Why, now the yeah. reason why we're doing this is last week 
we teased that we were going to tell you what a gift was. For some reason, it came up in conversation. So here it is. Yeah. No, go ahead, Brad. I don't remember what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> you have heavy eyes. You have very heavy eyes. <laughs> hey, look at it this way. You don't have to be anywhere tomorrow. You're in a good Thanks good for shape. rubbing it in. <laughs> Jerk. Okay, you get to sleep in a little bit, all right? Hey, you can come over and wrangle, uh, wrangle Sarge with me. Yeah. That's what I'll be doing tomorrow. What are you doing? Babysitting. Oh. My own child. Sarge? Sage? Call, I thought you said Sarge. I did. Oh, okay. I think it's a really clever nickname. <laughs> it is. Actually. And it confuses people because he's three. How can he possibly have a military rank? He's way too young to work. Okay, so this is, uh, why is it called a GIF? Well, GIF stands for Graphics Interchange Format. The Graphic Interchange Format, or hmm. GIF, is a bitmap image format that was introduced by CompuServe in Ooh. 1987. And since it comes for and since it's come into worldwide usage on the worldwide web due to its wide support and portability, the format supports up to 8 bits per pixel. Thus, among a single image to reference a palette of up to 256 distinctive colors. Going down the history, CompuServe introduced a gift format in 1987 to provide a color image format for their file downloading areas, replacing the earlier run-length encoder format, which was black and white only. So there you go. So it's called GIF because CompuServe made it. There may be more to it, but I'm not going to get into it. Hmm. All right, cool. You got a tweet? I do. You know, there was an iCarly episode where uh, Sam wins a uh, she wins a bet with Freddie. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to remember it. what it was. It was the... Uh, it was a definition of MPEG or JPEG or something like that. God, I wish I could remember. It'd be and, so much funnier if I did. And is Freddie the brother? No, he's, brother? he's the uh, friend. No, no, he's the uh, he's he's the the friend who uh, is their AV guy. Yeah, he lives the across friend. the hall. He's the from he's Carly. The, he's the male mm-hmm. in the trio. And then you're thinking of Spencer. That's Carly's older brother. Okay. But Sam is funny. Sam is Sam is the hit. Funny. So they um, they have a, a bet they're going to have to get a, a tattoo put on their arm of the other person, mm-hmm. and they don't like each other much. And so she gives him a tattoo, and she freaks him out because it's like a henna tattoo, so it looks real, but it'll fade in like three weeks. So <laughs> good stuff. Um, yeah, I wish I could remember what that, uh, what that was. Anyway, um, yeah, so good times. By the way, there's more than one uh, wave, too. There's a Scott Systems wave or something like that. I forget what, I forget what the deal is. It's awesome. <sighs> okay, I think you should. You ready? Just, yeah, we, okay. yeah, we were ready a long time ago. I just want to let you know. I just want to let you know this tweet's a bit of a reach. Just a little one. I had the boilerplate ready to go, Brad. If you have the music, right when it's you done. You probably had the boilerplate ready to go like an hour back. Probably about right when Star Trek started. Right when we got okay. a, right when I realized what the can of worms. Bill's <laughs> audio <laughs> Twitter. On my way back from Zeus Comics, thank you, Zeus, for your racks and racks of quarter bins. And I pass a bright yellow ambulance, a Guardian EMS ambulance, whose slogan is responding at the speed of life. I don't think I want an ambulance responding to me whose marketing campaign was drawn up by Brian Griffin. (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't. I honestly, I'm trying to, but I don't get it. <laughs> I'll explain it to you next week. Oh, a tease. Now, the only Griffin I know is Peter Griffin. Brian the Brian Griffin. the dog. Brian Griffin. Brian Griffin the Basically, dog. Brian Griffin. Brian, the dog. Brian Griffin. The uh, 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 that for about, uh, about three years now. Yeah, uh, Pause uh, for laughter. Yeah. It's good to, uh, you know, uh, beginning, uh, middle, and end, you know? Uh, that's uh, that's the laughter. name of his book. In the series. Kinda at the speed. I think it's at the speed of love, though. It is. Okay. It's at the speed of love. Pause for laughter. Okay, now what? Boiler plate. Thank you for listening to A Half Hour Wasted, and be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast. And it comes out every Thursday. Boilerplate. And, and Speak of the Devil podcast, a show about Marvel's Daredevil. This is our website, halfhourwasted.com, to check out our blogs. And check out our new form, the form www.forumforgeeks.com Send your questions or comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830 or you can drop us an individual email at brad, frank, or bill at halfhourwasted.com Visit our sponsor DCB Service and In Stock Trades and remember, until next week I'm going to hook you up, Frank. I'm going to rewrite that boilerplate and make it pop. I'm Frank. I'm asleep. And we'll see you next week on Half Hour Wasted. Hey, you've been a goat.